And welcome back to Let's Talk. I'm Tracy Morgan. Always nice to have you with us in uh, in our capacity for our 30 minute show with different professionals. And, and what we do is we bring in professionals, not only to talk about their businesses, but also issues that are important to you. And today we're talking about one of their programs called the Legacy Program. And if it's the first time you've ever heard of it, we'll introduce what that is. If you've heard us talk about it, we're going to remind you about a couple of things with Donna Cosme today. Now, before we get to Donna uh, from Family Pathways, I should say, Family Pathways is our guest today. Uh, Let me remind you of all the different ways that you can listen, because of course you do have us on the radio, that's 680 AM and 107.5 FM. You have uh, Alexa-powered devices that you can just simply say, Alexa, play WISR 680. That's good enough there. And you do have the option of your app, the ISR app. So wherever you get your apps, you can just download that to your phone or your other devices and listen that way. And then, of course, there is the opportunity to listen to us online. So I'm going to point you to our website, which is WISR680.com. And there's a button there that says Listen Live, so pretty simple. And uh, you can just go ahead and click that. It'll take you where you need to be. Now, if you have to leave us at some point and you want to come back and listen to us, if you'd like to listen to this program again in its entirety, again, I would point you online to WISR680.com. This time, you're going to go to Programs in the menu bar, and then you're going to drop that down to Let's Talk, and you're going to look for Family Pathways. So a lot of different ways that you can listen I do appreciate you spending your time with us today. So Donna, Donna Cosme is with us with Family Pathways. Donna, nice to see you again. Welcome back to the program. Thank you. Good to see you as well. Yeah, it's, it's really nice to have you. So we are going to focus on the legacy program. I know we've talked about this before, but remind us in case this is the first time somebody's heard of it. What is the legacy program okay. with Family Pathways? The legacy program is a family empowerment program. We work with families to provide services that are family focused, uh, community-based, um, designed to assist families that are, you know, have, struggling to, you know, um, cope with uh, um, parenting or um, that are in in need of um, services because they're at risk of uh, having their children detained or um, their children are already in placement to that effect. Um, well, and, and let me ask you the, di- the difference. I know it sounds like we should already know this by, by what you just said, but can you go into that a little bit more with parenting, parents who are having difficult parenting, and then the scenario where a child could be um, in need of other services and, and taken away from the family? Because there are, I think, many, many parents out there who, I mean, I'm a parent myself, there are many days that you just you know go through and say, okay, this isn't working. I don't know how to do this. Is that what you're talking about? Because I think if parents hear that there are services to help them parent that have nothing to do with a child leaving the home, that would hopefully spur them to call. Is that what we're talking about? Uh, we're talking about for our service, it is we do receive a referral from children and youth services. Okay. So um, those referrals can come before children are removed from the home. Um, the services can happen while children are in care or when children are reunified with their families. And why would the referral be given? So can you kind of work us through what kind of scenario? I know we can't talk about individual cases and people's names and, and we don't want to do that. But can you give me kind of a, a glimpse into why that referral would be made? Um, the referral could be made because parents are struggling to um, 
take care of their parenting needs. Um, they might just need a little more help trying to discuss, you know, have different ways or different ways of doing things. Um, you know, we offer suggestions or we offer, you know, a curriculum of parenting for them. Um, they could also be, um, you know, at risk of, it could, be, it could be abuse, it could be neglect, it could be a number of things. Do parents typically ask for the help, or is this one of those services that you know that this could help if they are open to it? We have both. Okay, okay. Both, absolutely. Okay. And so are the parents, I don't want to say all parents, I want to ask if parents are receptive to this. But I think sometimes parents are receptive once they know that the program is out there. You know, sometimes parents don't even know that this program would be out there. So what's the reception like? Right. Um, at times, we, we have parents that are very receptive because they do ask for the services. Mm -hmm. And then at times, sometimes the services are placed in there by the court in order to get the services in place for the parents to have them work through all the programs that they need to work through to get you reunified with their children or to keep their children in the home. And so how long does a parent go through this process or this particular program with a legacy program, a family empowerment program, in order to avoid having the child taken away from the home? Okay. And I, that just depends. Every case is different. Each individual case we go by. Well, let me ask it this way. Is this something that somebody could be a part of the program for like six months? Or is this like a meeting or two, a session or two, and then we would have to decide? Okay, it, it's normally longer than um, than a session or two. We normally, um, if we're doing parenting, it's at least a three-month parenting curriculum. And then it's also, um, we've been in there for longer periods of time to um, address different issues. The families will get a service plan that they need to follow in order to get certain steps done. Um, and then that's how we go about it. So depending on how long it takes and what they have to do, that takes up how much time we will need. And that's good. I mean, if a parent knows that um, the support is out there, um, then hopefully that could change a life. Can you talk about, again, not anything in specific uh, terms, but um, can you talk about success stories from people going through this particular program and seeing a positive um, outcome on the mm -hmm. other side. Oh, absolutely. I have said some uh, success stories. Um, and it, you know, it really is, it's the parents working the program. It's all what they make it out to be too. We want to empower them, but it's what they do. They need to want to be able to do these things in order to maintain and sustain. So that's what we're looking for. So I have had parents, um, I have a parent now who still, you know, will send me emails on how well the children are doing and things like that yeah. on occasion. Um, so that's, that does make you feel yeah. good. And that knowing that they still have their children and they're, you know, they benefited from this service. Yeah. What are the ultimate goals? I know there are plenty of goals for this program, but can you, can you talk about a couple of the goals that this program has? Okay. So, so the main goals are to um, promote positive parent-child bonding relationships, you know, increase parenting skills, um, increase the capacity to recognize, you know, their sensitivity to their children's needs, mm -hmm. um, improve access to services um, to address the family needs, um, expand the family support system, uh, enhance parenting self-sufficiency, self-competencies, and reduce the incidence and reoccurrence of abuse or ongoing neglect. Um, that way, you know, our main goal is to keep kids out of care. 
Sure. keep them as their parents. And it seems like this is a group effort. It's not like you have one person and that's it. Exactly. Can you talk about yeah. the, that? Yeah. <clears throat> the counselors do. and the case management and yes. yes. Yes, we do have uh, counseling and assessment, parenting support. Uh, we are not, the legacy team is not, um, we're not therapists, but we do offer counseling in the form of, you know, um, doing the parenting curric- curriculum, helping um, our clients get case management if they need services such as, you know, obtaining housing or maintaining housing, um, housing, health and safety, budgeting needs. We help them do that. If they need transportation. Which is huge. A lot of people don't know Mm -hmm. how to budget. Exactly. I mean, period. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, You know, unemployment. You know, sometimes they don't know where to go or, you know, the community resources to navigate the system. Sure, yeah. So helping them do that. Um, Like I said, the main goal is to help people become more self-sufficient. Help them, you know, as far as their parenting goes, we do have curriculums, and then we kind of... um, takes that curriculum and we can tweak it to work for their family, you know, because one thing does not work for everyone. That's true. And when you say that you're not counselors, you do have counseling services with family pathways as a whole. Absolutely. So, I mean, that's always nice too, because Mm -hmm. you have the resources. If you know you need something, that's another part of your business. Right. That's absolutely it. You know, you can, yeah, you can go in with the family, if you will, and, and say, Hey, can you help us out? Right. And we do, we, we utilize our, um, for coordination of services, all our departments, for whichever, you know, we need, whatever services we need, and we always have someone that's there to help us. Yeah, so Family Pathways, of course, we're talking about their legacy program, a family empowerment program, and um, and, and we'll come back to that uh, if we have some time. But I don't want to leave it all together because you mentioned referrals. Um, can you talk about that process of a referral? Because, of course, somebody else is going to be referring this situation to you. It's, do family know? Do the families know about the referral? Are they surprised by the referral? Are they involved in getting that referral to to you all? I mean, how? What's the process? Walk us through. Okay, so usually when we get a referral, it has already been discussed either in court or with the caseworkers that um, there is this service that is available for them. Some parents already know about the service and will ask for it. So that's when we receive a referral from the county. Um, once we get that referral, then they have a checklist of what they want us to work on as far as parent-child engagement, as far as self-reliance, as far as safety and well-being goes. Because our main goal is to make sure that everybody's safe and well cared for in the home. Mm-hmm. And so are there discussions with this referral or does the referral just go through and then you get involved and then you go see the family? We have, we get the referral, we staff it with the county caseworkers, we staff it with our agency, and then we contact the clients themselves and set up a, a meeting with them. And then we talk with them because what we want to do is we want to empower them. So, you know, we want to know what they want to get out of this program as well. It's interesting, I'm sure, when you talk to families, their perspective. You know, when, when you're in the middle of whatever given situation, for anybody, you have a different perspective than those on the outside looking in. What do you all see in that? Again, I'm trying to stay away from specifics from specific individuals, but do, do you find that, that you have a different perspective when you talk to them? Oh, absolutely. 
I mean, and you, you learn so many things, especially over the years. You, you know, you not only are our clients learning from us, but we're learning from them. Mm-hmm. You know, they help us understand, you know, what they're going through and what's happening, you know. And so we're here to try and help them navigate through all that. Yeah. Does it take the, the sense of fear of this whole process? Um, does it lower their fear or is there a bit of anxiety with this being an unknown process for some people? I think both. I think, you know, some of it is an unknown process, so they don't know what to expect. So we go in and we talk with them and we have a very lengthy meeting at first and we talk to them about what we're in there to do and how we're going to do it. Yeah. So um, this is all about trying to help families be empowered. I mean, it's a family empowerment program. And, um, and you've had many, many success stories. I think when people hear us talk about these programs, they think, okay, that sounds nice, but, but you have, I mean, Family Pathways has been doing this for years. And uh, do you find that people in the end, years later, give back in some way, or will come back and and refer other families to you or, or talk about this program to other people? Absolutely. It's so nice whenever you do hear from someone that you have worked with in the past and you hear their success story and how well they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Donna Cosme is with us. She's with Family Pathways. And we wanted to make sure we touched on the Legacy Program, a family empowerment program, because it is out there and it's out there to benefit families and um, to keep them together and, and do the best for the families. But you know what, Donna, if you don't mind, I want to switch a little bit. Because talking about families, one of the other things that Family Pathways does is foster families. And I know we've talked about this in the past on many other different programs when it comes to um, foster families. How are we right now with foster families? Are you still in need? Are you still looking? We absolutely always. Uh, Family Pathways is in need of foster families, especially families that are that want to open their homes to older youth and sibling groups. Um, there's a desperate need for emergency caregivers to take children in for a night, a weekend, or a week. Um, just call us at 724-284-9440 and to learn more. So that's 724-284-9440 to learn more about fostering and kinship care, and we can permanency services as well. Yeah, and, and can you parse all that language? Because foster care, permanency, um, what was the other one? You just said the other kinship one. That I, care. Kinship yes. care. Thank you so much. So what's all that mean to you? Because when I say foster families, I have this one picture in my mind. But with you using terminology like that, that there's got to be different definitions there. Okay. So, so the kinship care is whenever we have families that are it could be it's families helping families um, within their own family or someone they know. So that would be considered kinship care. It's someone who already knows the family or is involved with the family gotcha. in some way. Okay. Um, for a long-term is, stay or a short-term stay or either? It, either. Okay. Any. Okay. Like we're, open for, we're open for all of it. You go through a certification process, and once you're certified. Okay. You're in. You know, sometimes we have uh, families that are go into it to help their own you know, nieces, nephews, grandchildren, things sure. like that. Mm-hmm. And then they end up staying with us to foster and take care of other children yeah. that aren't re- blood related to Right. Them. Okay. So that's one. You got foster families and then mm-hmm. the other. Uh, permanency. permanency services. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Th- those are um, the permanency services are offering an array of adoption, um, basically for that, um, doing SWAN services, statewide adoption network services for the children in care, um, 
making sure that, you know, everything's done for the kids so that, you know, if they do go back home, uh, you know, things are, they have, you know, life books, they have profiles, they have things like that that gives a story of them being in care. Okay. So let's go back to foster families for just a moment, if you don't mind. And, and can you give us a picture of what it's like for a foster family? Again, this is not a new topic. We've talked about this for a long time. A lot of people have known about this for years and years, right? It's been around for, for quite some time. But even though we talk about it, doesn't mean people know about it. You know, they haven't been in the shoes. And sometimes I think people hear these programs again, and they think, I'd like to do that, but I'm not real sure about it. So give us a picture of what it's like for a foster family. Well, for the foster families, you have to go through a certification, like I mentioned earlier. Uh, once certified, you will be matched with a family or a child that, you know, will be suit for your family's needs or, you know, developmental um, background. And different interests, I'm sure, would have yes. to play a role. Absolutely. Ages, you know, what people, what ages people would like to, um, you know, help. Mm-hmm. And how long does or can a family foster can, d- does a family come to you and, and say sometimes, you know, like I can foster a young person for a year or I can only foster for a couple of months or, I mean, does, is that set up prior to the process taking place? What we look for is families who are willing to do it more on a long-term basis, but we also have, like we said before, the emergency caregivers. So ah, that would work okay. perfectly for that. It would work perfectly for respite if they need respite care. Whenever um, the foster families go somewhere and they maybe can't take the child with them due to certain circumstances. Okay. So okay. then we would provide them with care while those families are away or unable to do it. So if you're a foster family, you're not necessarily looking for the adoption or is that the ultimate goal? It depends on the family. Okay. Okay. So if you're looking for a long term stays, if you will, what does that mean to a family? Does that mean a year? Does it mean five years? Does it mean 10 years? I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. quite sure exactly what that means to a family because you're talking about kids of different ages. Mm-hmm. It depends on the family, the child, and what they're looking for. If they're looking to adopt, we're going to look to put them in a home where it would be a long-term stay. And like I said, what works best for you know the child and the family. So again, the number to talk about foster families or being a foster family is 724-284-9440. So 724-284-9440. And again, that's for foster families. But I still like the idea of the respite care and the emergency care um, being on the list, if you will, for those. How does that work with Family Pathways? Are you on a list? Do you get a call out of nowhere? Is it sometimes planned like, hey, you're the next on the list. If we have an emergency, we're calling you. Can you talk us through that? Okay. It is, um, we never know. We always, we get a call, and as soon as we get a call, we look to see what families we have that would be eligible to take care of that child. Yeah, that would be on the list. Mm-hmm. So, again, Family Pathways, uh, always in need of foster families, especially if your family is open to having an older youth and, and siblings in in the same group, you know, keeping kids together. And we've talked about the importance on this program again or before about older youth. And you could be talking about a teenager. But, you know, we, Don, I don't know if you and I talked about it in particular in a different program or not, but we've talked about it on this program on the benefits of older kids that sometimes adults, 
identify with the older kids more than they may like a five or six year old. So, you know, there's so many benefits to having an older youth in your home, especially because the things that they're looking at are so different than, you know, playing with building blocks, which at that age is always good. But (laughs) some of these older kids may need to figure out how to, I don't know, apply for school or a driver's license or make pasta. I mean, you know, it's a whole different world. Absolutely. And, you know, that's what we want. We want people who are willing to do that and really give their time and their knowledge and helping these kids because maybe they haven't had this in the past and this is what they're learning to do to be, you know, out in the working world, um, getting jobs, getting driver's license, things like that. Yeah. Or even just doing... I say small things, but it, I guess it depends on your experiences. There was a young person, and I don't know if it was the movies we were talking about, or it was like miniature golf. It was something that, you know, I think most families would say, well, we do that often, or, you know, it, it, that's something we do. It's not out of the realm of us not to do it. But the young person I was talking to, that wasn't their experience. They're like, oh, I've never done that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it, it makes you think, and, and this young person has a home and has, you know, parents and things like that. But it, it, it reminds you that not everybody has the same experiences. Absolutely. So it makes ma- you see things in a right. whole new light when you look at the world through these children's eyes mm-hmm. or um, their experiences that they're telling you. Mm-hmm. Maybe going to a performance or miniature golf or go-karting or, you know, is it, something new to these kids. All right. So, Donna, one more thing I want to uh, touch on with you is I know you started talking about other services that you have. I know it asked about permanency and things like that, but why don't you run through the other services that Family Pathways has to offer? Okay. So, Family Pathways has outpatient therapy. We have psychiatric services. We have family-based mental health services, permanency. We have foster care, kinship care, our legacy program. We also offer visitation. And we have a Montessori preschool, and we also have a PATH program. So let's talk a little bit about the Montessori preschool. Um, just tell us a little bit about it, if you would. And um, uh, because it's been, what, 40 years mm-hmm. of, of experience that, um, that has been out there for these kids. And, it, it, you know, it's a great introduction. If, if you want to get a preschool in, <laughs> that's a, it's a great option to be able to take. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it provides a consistent, predictable schedule, you know, that provides a sense of security for the kids. Um, It fosters growth towards independence and social responsibility. Um, It's a great introduction to classroom environment for, you know, when they move on to kindergarten and elementary school. And I I know you have a lot of different levels when you're talking about supervision with that. So you got, um, you know, different things that the kids are safe, they're in a nice position to be in the mono, uh, the Montessori, Monarch Montessori, and I still love the Monarch butterfly that you have yes. absolutely everywhere. Okay, and, and then the PATH program. You mentioned the PATH program. Okay, Can you pr- explain what the PATH program is? Sure. The PATH program offers, <clears throat> excuse me, access to um, care for individuals who, you know, experience barriers. Um, they pro- can provide in-home and community services, um, combination of, you know, Flexible treatment options, individual, family, group therapy, things like that. Yeah. So how can we get a hold of Family Pathways? What is the best? I know we all kind of shop online for everything and anything. Uh, Can you give us your contact information um, on how we can look up Family Pathways and and be a part of these programs? Sure. You can go right on the web to Family Pathways and look it up, and it'll bring you up to the website. Um, You can also... um, 
Email us at familypathways.net. And um, once again, the phone number is 724-284-9440. So if you don't mind, in the last couple minutes that we have, give us that, that overview of the importance of understanding these programs are, are out there and that Family Pathways is there to help. Again, you deal with a lot of serious situations and, and heavy-hitting situations. And I think when people are in those kinds of situations, it's sometimes hard to find the help that they need. And Family Pathways has been there for a long time. And, and I hate to equate it with going out to eat, but, you know, in those moments that you think, um, you know, where do we go to do X, Y, and Z or go out to eat? You always forget about the, the places that are right next door. When you're in a crisis, I think that you have your mind on other things. So what, what's your opinion on, on these programs being out there and, and people understanding that you're there to help? Mm-hmm. We are. And we do offer an array of services that, you know, we can help people with um, various needs. So, you know, just talking with different people in the community. You know, a lot of people know about Family Pathways and they, you know, can referrals, you know, resources, things like that. Yeah. Again, give us your contact information and, um, and we'll go from there. Okay. Um, the contact information is family pathways at 724-284-9440 and familypathways.net is the website. Um, Ask Alexa, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. She'll give it Just to you. Just pull it up on the web. Right, it comes up right, there. right. Well, Donna, always a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for coming in and sharing this information with us. We appreciate it. Okay, thank you so All much. Right. And Donna, thanks so much. And folks, thank you very much for joining us. If you did join us late in the program, what you can do is go onto our website at WISR680.com. I'm going to point you to the program area, and then you're going to drop that down to Let's Talk, and you can look for our conversation there. Thanks so much. I'm Tracy Morgan with the Butler Radio Network.